All right, Father God, we thank you, Lord, right now for this day. We thank you, Father, for history in the making, our first singles call. Lord, you blessed us with the marriage call and the, the recordings and all of the things that you've done with the marriage call, and you really help people um, save their marriage, uh, people who were on their way to divorce court, people who were separated, people who were not living right or in adultery or whatever. Lord, you repaired their marriage just through a one-hour call. And, Lord, we thank you for it. So, Lord, we don't expect you to do any less with the singles call. We know that there are singles on the line with different needs and their various situations. Some of them have been married before. Some of them have never been married. Some of them are young people. Some of them are older people. Some of them are single parents. Um, and there's just a mixture, God. But, Lord, we know that you are in control. And so, Father, we thank you. But, Lord, you can do anything. That nothing is impossible with you. With God, all things are possible. That you're going to bring about that change that they need, help them to make the progress they need to make, Lord. And Father, those that need to be married, those that are destined to be married, those that want to be married, Lord, I thank you, Lord, that they're going to learn the tools. They're going to learn what to do. They're going to learn what not to do, Father, uh, to help them reach their goal and to help their prayer, uh, to help them have answered prayer in that area. Father, those, Lord, that may be called the life of singlehood or whatever, God, Father, that they will know, Father, through your word, God, what it is that they must do. Father, we love you today. We thank you for all that are on the call, and we thank you, Father, for what you're going to do today. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. All right. Amen. All right. All right, let's start with my church uh, sidekick. Uh, well, um, I was going on the Wing Day Maiden website, and uh, I saw a uh, I, well, I, I saw something that was posted up there. It was a uh, it was a uh, up there post up there about uh, Christian fornication. Mm-hmm. And the title of it was uh, "What's Trending?" Uh, question mark Christian fornication. Um, okay. And like I, like I, yeah, like I, like I was telling you before, uh, it was it was a, a bunch of stuff that to me to me um, in that post. Um, but uh, especially one of the, the stats, the stats on you know Christian fornication and how Christians are having sex outside of marriage. Um, and I the first the first stat that stood out to me, uh, it says that 61% of self-identified Christian singles, um, and this was taken on a, a Christian mingle survey, it's, um, it's, um, it says 61% of self-identified Christian singles um, are willing to have casual sex without being in love. Wow. And then it, yeah, and then it says, while wow, only 11% said that they are waiting to have sex until they marry. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So that 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 just stood out to me as like one of the main stats. It's, it's very it's very alarming 
and we know a Christian mingle, you know, it's just we know we know what race that is. It's typically white people, you know, so we know black people is probably worse. Mhm. Yeah. So, so what was the, what was the statistic again? Let me let me get on this so I can look at what was the stat again. Uh, 61% of self-identified Christian singles, um, or people who have identified themselves as Christians, um, they answered on a recent Christian mingle survey that they're willing to have casual sex without being in love. 61% said that. Okay. 61%. Yeah. Uh, 61. Have sex. Okay. Uh, are willing to have sex without being in love. That's right. Yeah. I, I I mean I find that I find that the first part kinda odd because whoever wrote the article, I guess they're Christian, um, but they're saying that they're willing to have sex without being in love. Right. Um but my question is if that is that the prerequisite for sex? I mean, as a oh. single Christian uh, well, I want to, I want to, I want to raise that question on the line. I want somebody to comment on that because the article is saying from, uh, and I'm sitting, I'm looking at it now, and it's on WaitingDatingMagazine.com. If y'all want to go there and look at it, while we talk about it's the article he's talking about, it's called "What's Trending Christian Fornication." Okay, so 61% of self-identified Christian singles who answered a recent. Christian Mingle survey said they're willing to have casual sex without being in love. Um, so here's my first question. I think that number, think that number is that high or you think it's higher? Why why not? And then the part about without being in love and what does being in love have to do with it when you're a Christian? Does anybody want to make a comment on that? Um, and once again, you press five star. If you got a question or comment, question or comment, press five star, and we'll see you. Um, so what do you say, uh, my son? <laughs> While we're waiting on some more comments, what do you, uh, think? you think that number is accurate or not? I, I think it's I think it's higher. It's a lot. I mean, you know, from for I mean, like like I said, this is on you know, a Christian mingle survey, you know. Uh, on, online, so I I think it's a, it's it's a lot higher than this, um, you know, uh, and we see it we see it you know all the time all, all the different singles out there you know who they're not looking for toward marriage. I mean, you ask them, you know, they're not looking toward marriage. So if they're not looking toward marriage, what are they doing? Are they having sex? So I mean, it's a lot of especially like I said, African American people like that, you know. Um, so I actually think it's a lot higher than they, than they put it out there. I think that that's that a lot higher. Okay. Yeah, I do too. Anybody else? Five star to make five star to make a comment. Well, what about the part about um, about being in love? To me, I don't know that part. What does that have to do with it? I mean, I understand what you're saying, that Christians are willing to have casual sex. But I'm saying being in love, does that make it right? <laughs> I mean, I guess I mean, see, I guess the person that was doing the survey was trying to, you know, 
give a, a give a broad a broad study on the whole on the whole thing when she put that down there or he when they put that down there. You know. Cuz I mean that's that's the prerequisite for the world, you know. It, it that's the best thing. You got to be in love, you know. It's kind of looked down upon if you have to say this because but you know, the, the I guess the, the hierarchy part in for the world is to have sex with somebody that you love. Oh, I got you, I got you, I got you, I got you. Okay, so you said you said you believe that um that they were using the world standards, they were saying that the church is even below the world standards. Right, right, right. Okay, right, I get exactly. it. Okay, I get it. I get it. I get it. I get it. And and I do, I think uh I think we're in trouble with this, um, and I think that the first thing um, that we got to really deal with, uh, if we are a Christian, and so I don't, I don't, I wanted, to, I guess this is a good topic to start with. A good question to Jazz. We can start right here um, on our first podcast, um, you know, question and answer, whatever, with the singles. There's no talking about Christian. And you know, I've been a lot. I've been a lot of churches, singles groups, singles ministries, and this is like the pink elephant in the room. Like nobody, nobody wants to talk about this part. All right. You know, being single and satisfied. You ain't got to get married, and you know, God don't have that for everybody. Well, <laughs> the pink elephant is, if you're not going to get married, you, how can you be a Christian and having sex? I mean that's that's the obvious question. Um, now let me let me put this question out here. Um, five star, if you want to answer, you want to make a comment. Can you be a Christian and continually and single and continually have sex? Can you be a Christian, single, mm-hmm. all right, we got a, we got a person, I guess your, your last, the last of your number is 6637, talk to us. Uh, I don't think so. Uh, why not? Because it's a sin of funicate. All right, I got one answer. Anybody else? <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> Anybody else? Qualified for being a Christian. Is that what we're saying? Is that what you were saying? What'd you say, Pastor Rodney? What am I saying? I'm disqualified from being a Christian. Um, no, I don't think so. Okay, so help me. I mean, we we obviously know Christians or people who claim to be Christians who have a sex, a lot of them, and they're not married. All right. Or, or, or not. Okay, you could be a Christian and be uh, funicating, but it's not right. 
Like, I don't okay, understand no. how people, like, on Christian mingle. I don't even understand why they'd be asking a question like that. Right. <laughs> I agree. Right. And, and, and we, we, dealt, we dealt with some people um, who's actually been on that site, and they told us, uh, it was a woman, and she was like, yeah, these guys are like, man, you know, uh, are you willing to have sex, you know, after we get to know each other or once we fall <laughs> in love and all of this stuff. And so, mm-hmm. you know, some of y'all know that we've dealt with this for a while, um, <laughs> and uh, we've dealt with it in several books. And we're going we're gonna to go to the Word of God in a few minutes. I want to get a couple of comments here, a couple of more, uh, 9544. Go ahead. Hello, Pastor Ronnie. This is Denitra. Hey. Hi. To answer the second question, um, if a person who calls himself a Christian and they decide to have sex outside of marriage, it is mm-hmm. for the God. And I also think mm-hmm. that they should not or they aren't qualified to even call themselves a Christian because of the lifestyle that they're in. The okay. That we are to um, uh, not engage into uh, sexual behavior. So if, if I choose to have sex outside of marriage, I call myself a, a Christian, then according to the scriptures, I'm not a believer according to what the Word of God says, if that's what I choose okay. to do. Mm. Do I have do I have another comment on that? I have some mm. strong opinion. A pretty strong opinion. Mm. Anybody else? That was interesting. Uh, very interesting. And uh, is this is Demetrius. Uh, I'm, is she in another state? Where, where, where are you from, Sister Demetrius? I am from Lexington, Kentucky. Lexington, Kentucky. So we, <laughs> wow. I don't know what it's called. All right, we we waiting on another comment. Any more comments? We're going to go to the Word of God on this one. Because we, we got to deal with this, y'all. This is like the pink elephant in the room when it comes to single folk, and nobody's talking about it. Mm-hmm. Nobody's talking about it. So my two comments so far, we got about 20-some-odd people on the line, and both the comments are saying, look, if you're a Christian, you can't be fornicated. Mm-hmm. At the same time, all the single Christians I knew when I was single was fornicated. <laughs> when, I, <laughs> when I go to churches and do single conferences, they get mad at me because when the singles come in there, I tell them, most of y'all in here are fornicated. <laughs> and it's just true. Just the number of odds from this, even from this article, 60-some percent. And we know, like like Lucy, like my son said, it's more than that. It's higher than that. We know it's way higher than that. We know yeah. it's way higher than that. And uh, amongst African-Americans, it's way mm-hmm. higher than that. Um, let me see. I think somebody else, is this 1182 has a comment. 1182, go ahead. Hello, Pastor Ronnie. This is Diamond. Hey, what's going on? Hi, I would like to say that no sin is bigger than the other, so therefore the sex outside of marriage, yeah, is wrong, 
but you can't really penalize somebody because that means you will penalize somebody for lying, cussing, mm-hmm. stealing, getting tattoos, and everything else. I, I like it. I love it. It's heating up. Mm, mm, so good you point. It's heating up over here. I like yes, that. Yes. I like that. All right, so we got a descending view. All things the same. I mean, you know, there's fornication. There's lying. There's overeating. There's cheating on your taxes. <laughs> there's running the red light and the stop sign. <laughs> so, what? I mean, what? What's the problem? Mm. People, you know, slip and slide, and, you know, they might not tell the truth all the time, or they might let a cuss word slip up, or they might mm. get a tattoo, or they might have sex. I mean, you know, either way <laughs> it goes, it's all the same. <laughs> We're going to go to the Word of God on this. Any other comments on this? Any other comments on this? So we got one descending, one descending view. Anybody else? Anybody else? Well, I, I'd like to make a comment if uh, okay, go if anybody, ahead. if anyone. Uh, I was gonna say that um, uh, Diamond is Diamond did kind of have a point, uh, but there are degrees of sin. I believe that there are degrees of sin, um, and you know, I mean, basically, it's just one penalty for it all, and that is. If you're living in this, if you're living in a life, if you have a lifestyle, whether you're a fornicator, liar, I mean, it's a list of them, you will not go to heaven, you know, and it says that in the Bible, you know, First Corinthians, I believe. Um, it, it has a long list about all, the, all the, 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 the type of person that you can be and not inherit the kingdom of God. Um, okay. So, okay. I mean, yeah, I think we're going to, yeah. I think we're going to. All right, try to find that scripture, my man, since you're bringing it up. I know where it is. You find it. <laughs> All right, uh, 3260, talk to me. Had a comment. Um, I have a comment. You know, I believe that uh, being an older, a safe, uh, single lady and once being married, I think the older single woman, I, I think it's a um, – it's a, a fallacy that that that's uh, in uh, the group of believers or the group of Christians that they're older. It's their business. It seems like you know single women have been single for a long time, so they have a past to do, and it's kind of like this is my business. That's my first comment. My second comment: the key word was when you said if you can continue in it. Now it's a difference if you're single and you're being convicted. You know when you do it, then you turn away then you can be restored. But if you continue in it, like uh, the scripture says, that grace will abound, certainly not. Then then there's a problem. Then you have to check to see uh, what's really going on. Are you really saying, how can you do it and, and not have uh, a guilty conscience by, uh, behind it? That's my comment. Mm-hmm. That's good. That's real good. Anybody else comment on the Christian fornication topic? I'm a Christian, and I'm a fornicator. I'm a Christian fornicator. <laughs> I'm a Christian fornicator. That's what I am. That's what I do. I love God. But I'm going to fornicate me some cake of some sex and not be married. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to fornicate me some cake. 
You know what I mean? <laughs> That's the bottom line. I'm a Christian, but ain't nobody talking about not having sex. Um, so, you know, any any other comments? Any other comments? All right. I think we heated it up pretty good. Uh, go ahead. I was going to say that the scripture, or the one in uh, 1 Corinthians uh, 6, 9, it says, uh, don't you realize that the wrong, those who do wrong will not inherit the kingdom of God? And then Galatians 5, 20 through 21, um, it goes into great detail of the wrong doings that you can do. Um, and then uh, it says, this is 520, it says, uh, uh, those in idolatry, sorcery, enmity, strife, jealousy, fits of anger, rivalry, dissensions, divisions, uh, envy, drunkenness, orgies, like I warn you as I did before that those who live like this will not inherit the kingdom of God. Okay, okay. Six six three seven had another comment. Go ahead. Oh, well, I just want to say I think this goes back to when you said it's two different types of Christians. The Christian is gonna abide by the word. And then it's the flaky Christian that's going to buy by whatever they feel like is right for them. Mm. Mm. All right. <laughs> You're right. You're right. Uh, 1182, did you have another comment? No. Okay. So he brought us some scriptures. If you have your Bible, I want everybody to get your Bible. And uh, let's turn to a couple of passages. Because um, I, I want y'all to see a couple of things. Number one, number one, number one. If you're on this line and you are a single and you identify yourself as a Christian, make sure you're saved. Okay? We wrote a whole book about this called the SAT. You can get it free uh, if you go to uh, waitingdatingmating.com. Click at the top, take the SAT or take the Salvation Exercise Test, and it should take you to a page. You click on that, you take that test, uh, you fill it out, and, uh, and then you get the answers. Um, you also get the, the book so that you can read it. But what I find most often is that a lot of folks claiming to be saved are not, even, are not saved, for real. Okay? Most folks claiming to be saved are not saved, for real. Okay, now, let me answer my own question that I raised. Can a person be a Christian fornicator? The answer is yes. I know some of y'all are surprised at that answer. Mm-hmm. Yes, you can be a Christian fornicator, but let me qualify that statement. You can be a Christian fornicator for a time. Not for long. Mm-hmm. For a time. Okay, so we're gonna we're gonna read a couple of scriptures here that has to do with this. So, yeah, you can be saved and have sex and even get into the habit of having sex, premarital sex, and still be saved uh, for a time, a limited time only. You know how they say that the cell is on for a limited time only, a limited time only. That time is going to run out, and it's going to tell one or two things. It's going to tell either that you were not saved for real in the first place, or 
when that time run out, you're not going to be a Christian fornicator. You're going to stop. Mm-hmm. Okay? And let me explain what I'm saying. All right. Let's go. I got a couple of scriptures that we're going to deal with. First Thessalonians 4 and 3. First Thessalonians 4, 3 through 8. Listen to this. It is God's will that you should be sanctified, that you should avoid sexual immorality. That's all kind of sex outside of marriage. And we got people doing all kind of stuff right now. We got uh, man and man, man and woman, woman, two women and one man. Somebody, and this is honestly God's truth, and I don't, I, I, I don't listen to this 97 out of the box. I was at work the other day. Dude said, it was two dudes talking about it. He said, yeah, a woman called in talking about my boyfriend want to bring an animal in the bed. Some of y'all on here probably heard that. <laughs> yeah, 97, 97. Some, some guy, some DJ host or whatever, they have these shows, and you become the donkey of the week or something. They said, I don't know nothing about it. I was oh. like, oh, my gosh. But he wanted to bring it, and, and it, you know, black, as if, uh, DJ Thurso, um, I got a question. My boyfriend want to bring an animal in the bed. What do you think about it? <laughs> like, what do you think about it? <laughs> but it's all kind of stuff going on. Okay? Yeah. All kind of things going on. That is fornication. Fornication covers it all. The homosexual, everything, it covers it all. All right. But uh, a sexual immorality, avoid it, avoid it. Avoid sexual immorality that each of you should learn to control his own body. Now, listen, when you first get saved, many people get saved coming out of a lot of stuff. Folks have been abused. First, folks have, have been in the head of some people have been living with their boyfriend, living with their girlfriend. Some people are coming out of homosexuality, all kind of stuff, okay? So the first script, this, this scripture says you got to learn to control your your body. You got to mm-hmm. learn how to do that. And, and as we all know on the line, it is not an easy thing to do, which is to control your body. Mm-hmm. But sometimes your body want to do stuff that's not right. <laughs> and the Bible says that we should have self-control. Can I get a witness? <laughs> Amen. Amen. Right? So we, so, so we got to learn to control our body, and sometimes when folks get first get saved, I mean, they're babies, they're coming out of stuff, they are learning to control their body. They are learning how to walk salvation out. They are learning, um, you know, that I shouldn't be having sex with my boyfriend. I shouldn't be living with my girlfriend. We're not married. Stuff like this. They're learning it. Okay. So it says you got to learn to control your own body in a way that is holy and honorable, not in passionate lust like the heathens. See, so it's making a difference between Christians and heathens. Heathens are those that don't know God. Heathens are those that, you know, that deny Christ. They have not been saved. They have not obeyed the gospel. So it's making a difference between us and them. And what it's saying is that they act in a way that is, they're out of control. They have no self-control. Just like this brother telling his girlfriend, hey, what do you think about bringing father in here? What do you think about bringing, you know, bringing the pit bull up in here while we have a sex? No self-control, man. It's crazy. It's crazy. People are out of control. 
And the more, as we look at the heathen, as we look at the world, it gets more bizarre and more bizarre and more bizarre and more bizarre. It's endless the stuff that they'll do because their body, they have a sexual urge to do it. I feel like I'm a, I'm a woman today. I'm a man. I'm, I'm born a man. I feel like a woman today, so I'm going to put on the dress. Here's the one. Mm-hmm. I feel like a man today. I'm going to go in the man's restroom. I'm gonna change my gender. We got folks that change their gender one <laughs> to one thing and change, change their gender back. Good God Almighty! There was one show that had a couple on there. The man changed himself to a woman. The woman changed herself to a man, and then they married each other. Then they want to change back. Good God Almighty! Man, you cannot live by your urges. The Bible says that these people are heathen that do that. Right? So you don't want to control his body in a way that is holy and honorable, not in passionate love like the heathen, who don't know God. So the Bible says that people who live by their flesh continually, these are heathens. These are people that don't know God. What, okay, what are you talking about on these uh, hip-hop RV songs? The solid stuff in the world, the solid stuff. They talk, I mean, basically, they're talking, about, they're talking about obeying their lust, their physical lust, right? Yep. Whatever their yep. body want to do, right? Yep, yep, yep. Their okay. lust, their, whatever they want to do, their sexual appetite, all of that, yep. Okay, so so here's, here's, here's the thing. They say that the heathen... These are pe- the people that do that are heathen they, 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 who don't know God, and that in this manner no one should wrong his brother or take advantage of him. The Lord will punish men for all such sins, as we've already told you and warned you. Mm. I, I like the lyric uh, from Cross Movement. You may remember this, uh, Randy. Um, one of the lyrics talked about we fall down, we get up. Okay, but... If you ever rode a bike, okay, and this is the problem with Christians. If I'm really a Christian, am I am I really trying to fall down? Because every time I fall down, I'm gonna scrape my knee. My knee's gonna be bloody. Right. I'm not getting out of this thing like, man, without any scars. Mm-hmm. Who's riding the bike, planning to fall down? That's what I'm saying. <laughs> And see, that's the mentality that a lot of folks who say that they're Christians, you know, in this sexual thing. You know, well, you know, we just going to keep falling down and get up. You know, God going to forgive us. We're planning to fall down, but there's scars. And one of the things that the Bible says is that God punishes people for all such sins. Which sins? Let's go back. Because I know Diamond said all sins are the same. No, he, 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 specific, he specifies a sin. Which mm-hmm. sin is he talking about in this passage? He's not talking about lying, cheating. He's not talking about running the red light. He's specific. He says sexual immorality. Right. He said the Lord will punish men for such sin. There's all kinds of consequences for such actions. I know saying, folks, we're herpes right now. God didn't heal them from herpes because they disobeyed God's law and was having sex outside of marriage. That's right. So, yeah, they love the Lord. Yeah, they're Christians. Some of them are married now. 
But they got one package for their marriage partner. Guess what it is? Herpes. <laughs> and I, and, I, and I, don't, I don't have, you know, they got to tell their partner, I don't have outbreaks when I use Beltrex. <laughs> now, now, we can laugh at that, but it's not really funny. I mean, people are going through that. Yeah. That's a, life, that's a lifelong consequence for my sin. Unwanted mm. children by unwanted people. That's another mm. natural consequence. And we're not saying that children are cursed or something like that. But, man, look at the crazy folks you have to deal with for 18 years because you have their child. This joke in and out of jail, beating up folks. You try to date somebody else, he crazy. He come over there threatening the new dude, 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 want to hang around. Because of the old crazy dude <laughs> that you was messing with and got pregnant by. And that dude got to hang around for 18 years until that child becomes of age. There are all kinds of consequences. All right. So listen. So for God did not call us to be impure, but to live a holy life. Therefore, he who rejects this instruction does not reject man, but God. Mm. So it really comes down to, can a person be a Christian fornicator? Yes, for a time. They, you, you can live in that. And I'm going to be very transparent. There was a time in college that I lived like that for about a year. It wasn't longer than a year. Mm-hmm. And, man, the devil beat my brains out. And I remember, and I was sharing it today in church. I didn't tell you all what it was talking about, but it was talking about this very – was, it was dealing with this very thing. I was in college. I broke up with my girlfriend, which is not my wife, because she was a virgin, and she wasn't having it. She wasn't going to have no sex. I'm up there playing football, Mr. Football, Mr. Whatever, out there having sex. I was a preacher. I was saved. I was a Christian. But, y'all, that clock started ticking down on me. And I remember like it was yesterday. I had a dream. God came to me in that dream. He said, if you're going to come out, you better come out right now. Hmm. If you're coming out, you better come out right now, and you better lead that lifestyle along. And that's what he told me. And I got so afraid. See, there's fear when we're doing wrong. There should be some godly fear. There should mm-hmm. be some kind of, you know, like, man, I'm out here in these streets. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't got no protection from God. Ain't got nothing. Hey, I'm, I'm out here, right? I ain't got no protection. And uh, and that's how I felt. And I didn't know. You know people say, well, do you think you would have went to hell if you had died? Let me tell you something. <laughs> I felt like I to hell if I died. And that's mm-hmm. what sin does to you. Whether I mm-hmm. went to hell when I died or not, because I was living in sin, I knew I was wrong. I knew I was, I, I knew my time was winding down. I, I mm-hmm. felt fear all the time, fear of getting an STD, fear of getting one of them girls pregnant, fear of getting entangled in, the, in, in these crazy relationships, and I did it. I, I got entangled, in, and these women was crazy, man. I wanted out. And the Lord told me, he said, if you're coming out, you better come out now. Mm. And I did I did. I repented right there in my dorm room. Me and my roommate at the same time. 
she was dating one of the girls, uh, black women, you'll find this <laughs> kind of funny. You know, uh, back when black women used to perm their hair, everybody was going natural now for weeds, but they used to have a home perm called Dark and Lovely. This dude, my roommate was dating, his girl was so pretty. She was on Dark and Lovely by National. Ooh. That was her picture for that season. And, um, and man, we bought the same night. We got on our knees. The Holy Ghost came on us so hard. I mean, you, that's why I said you can be a Christian and fornicate, but, but if you're a true Christian, man, time, time going to tell. Because you're not going to be able to continue in that lifestyle. The, the Holy Ghost is going to beat your brains out. The devil's going to beat your brains out. You're going to be walking around exactly. guilty, crying all the time. Yep. I remember in college trying to be with girls and stuff. The Holy Spirit come on me right before and I'm starting crying. Crying like a baby. Big old dude. Mm. What's the matter? What you crying for? Oh, God, God don't want us to do this. <laughs> I was miserable, man. Mm-hmm. So, so here's the thing. If you can live this lifestyle of fornication, having sex outside of marriage, and not feel it, not feel no guilt, just you chilling with it. You cool with it. You cool with it. There's there's no guilt at all. If you can live that lifestyle, then you're not a Christian. And that's mm-hmm. what my book says. If you, if, uh, uh, and then First John says it, if you, can, if you can continue in sin and say you love God, continually break the same commandment, say that you have eternal life, the Bible says you are a liar and the truth is not in you because you cannot mm. continue. You cannot continue. You may do it for a season, but you cannot continue. And let me add something else. You will, you will only enjoy it for a short period of time. For a short period of time. Okay? Um, there's another scripture, Leviticus 11, 44-45. I'm the Lord your God. Consecrate yourself and be holy. Because I am holy, do not make yourself unclean. I am the Lord who brought you out of Egypt to be your God. Therefore, be holy because I am holy. All right? First uh, Corinthians six eighteen through 20. Flee uh, from sexual immorality. All other sins, this is to your point, Diamond, uh, all sins are the same. No, flee, from, flee sexual immorality. All sins commits are outside his body, but he who sins sexually sins against his own body, for you're not your own. You were bought with a price. Therefore, honor God with your body. Mm. So the Bible makes a difference between other sins and this sin. We just read it. Mm-hmm. We just read it. It said all are this way, but this sin is that way. So it's making a difference. Um, and... Um, and this is the scripture you were talking about, 1 Corinthians 6, 9 through 11. Do you not know that the wicked will not inherit the kingdom of God? Do not be deceived, neither the sexually immoral. The first thing it mentions in the Bible, neither the sexually immoral, those that are fornicating or adulterers mm-hmm. or adulterers or male prostitutes or homosexual offenders, the greedy or drunkards will inherit the kingdom of God. And that yeah. is what some of you were. But you were washed, you were sanctified, you were justified in the name of the Lord Jesus and by the Spirit of yeah. God. All right. 
So there's, there's several other scriptures that we can use to back us up. And, Moosey, it's so funny. As we talked, we, we were like at 22. Now we're down to 15. And, and people, <laughs> it's just the bottom line. <laughs> well, Can't handle people it. People don't feel all I have the truth. But it, this is the truth. This is the truth mm-hmm. of the word. This mm-hmm. is the truth of the word. So the first thing I would tell you on the line, go to WaitingDatingDating.com, take the SAT. See if mm-hmm. you're really saved in the first place. Are you really a Christian? Because what's going to happen is, at some point, the Spirit of God is going to take over. He's going to manifest in you at some point. And, you know, it's not you trying and trying and trying not to. At some point, the price of what you're doing is going to become much greater than the the pleasure you're getting out of it. Yeah, yeah. And then at some point... It's going to stop being pleasurable. Yep. At some point, you're going to turn the very things down that used to make you feel good. Mm-hmm. Now, I ain't answering that phone call. I know what they want to do. I ain't doing that no more. <laughs> That's right. Nah, I ain't going over there. I, I know what she wants. And, and, and it just, I, I can't do it. I can't do it no more. I can't, I can't do it. I can't do it no more. Mm-hmm. Um, we are also uh, dealing with a generation of people who, uh, you know, sex addicts, addicted to it. Um, and we talked about it this morning, uh, not that uh, specifically, but we talked about needing deliverance, needing yeah. uh, that there, there are spirits that come in through, through a lot of our activity. And that's one of them that got called out this morning with sexual immorality. Um, and yeah. Wednesday night, this Wednesday night at the Kingdom Church, of Houston, we're gonna have a deliverance service, prayer, prayer and worship, and we just we just gonna call those things out, whatever you're dealing with, and the power of God is gonna be there, available to set you free. To set Amen. You free. If you want to be a part of that, uh, six zero zero three Woodbend, Houston, Texas. All right, seven seven zero four nine. We're gonna be there on Wednesday night from seven to eight eight thirty, and it's gonna be an old fashioned deliverance service. We're gonna worship. We're going to pray. We're going to lay hands. We're going to pray for folks. Folks are going to come up. I'm dealing with this. I need help. And we're going to cast the devils out of folks. Because <laughs> a lot of times, that's what it is. Yeah. And, and, and I'm going to tell you, when I came out, I had to be delivered. That was the thing. God delivered me that night. Yeah. Uh, and and I, I, I literally, y'all, I had war with, with demonic spirits that was fighting for my soul. That, that wouldn't, they didn't want to let me go. They wanted to keep me in this lifestyle of sexual immorality. They wanted to mm-hmm. keep me in that. But then I would have missed out on everything. I would have missed out on my wife. I would have missed out on my four beautiful children. I would have missed out on ministry because you're mm-hmm. not qualified to do ministry um, if, you, if you cannot control yourself sexually. The Bible says that. Mm-hmm. So it's a good topic. Good topic. Uh, uh, any other? Well, I, I think there were some other points in that in that uh, in, the uh, in, the, in the article. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was it was a couple. It was a few others. Uh, they had a couple statistics about uh, 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 another couple, another few statistics. Um, saying it says only eleven percent said that they have that they save sex exclusively for marriage. Now, this is on a Christian website. Out of 716 Christians, only 11% said that they would save sex exclusively for marriage. 11%. Wow. 
Then it said, oh. it said instead, 60%, 60% said that they wouldn't have sex without any strings attached. Wow. Any strings attached. Willing to have sex. So this is the casual hook. Uh, what, what do y'all call it? The hookup culture. Hookup culture, yeah. Hookup culture. Hookup culture. Right. 0547 has a comment. 0547 has a comment. Go ahead. Okay. Hello? Go ahead. Hey, um, I just want to make the comment that I don't believe just because you are living in sin doesn't make hey, your man. belief system small. Say that again. I, I can hear you. Because you are sinning, I don't believe that it makes your faith small. Okay. Because I had this discussion last night with Courtney. It wasn't we weren't specifically talking about sexual sin. We were just talking about sin general. And I believe I am saved and I believe I am a Christian. Yes, I have backslid. And I was in a three and a half relationship. We were living together. But that did not put any damper on my belief system whatsoever. Okay. 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 Uh, I can address that. I believe that, um, like I said, because I was in that same position, um, it, mm-hmm. it did not, it did not change what I believed. Um, as a matter of fact, I knew I was doing wrong. I knew I was doing wrong. Right. So it didn't change what I believed um, necessarily. But here's what, here's my caveat on that, and my qualifier. If I really believe what the word says, then at some point I'm gonna line up with it. And right. like yeah. I hear you I hear you saying, yeah. Well, I was I was in a relationship and I did do this and I did right. So at some point you came out of it. You, you, and, and we're all coming out of different stuff. But you know, Jesus gave a, a parable about this. He talked about um uh we call it the the, the parable of the prodigal son, but it's about the son that left home and backslid. You, did you right. hear that, that parable? Okay. Uh, I think that's John 15 or something like that. I, I, I might be a little off. But I think it's in, in St. John 15. But it talks about the parable of the prodigal son. Okay. Now, here's the point. The point of it was that he was, he was the son of his father. But he left home, went to a far country. That means he went way away from what his father had taught him. He went way away from what he knew was right. But the Bible says when he had spent all his money and he started eating the stuff that pigs was eating, the Mm -hmm. Bible says he came to himself. Mm -hmm. And he said, man, there are hard servants, there are maids, there are people out here cutting the yard at my father's house living better than me. Mm -hmm. And they just serve it. I'm a son of my father. He said, I'll arise and go back to my father. So the point I've always made about this is um, he was in the pig pen temporarily. But guess what? By nature, pigs are going to stay in the pig pen. They're never coming out, right? Pigs, right. they pigs by nature, right? Right. He was in the pig pen temporarily, but because he was a son, he came out of the pig pen and went back to the father. Sons and daughters always find their way back to the father, and pigs 
always stay in the pig pen. So in, in this, in this, in the parable, and what I'm comparing the pig to would be somebody whose nature has not been changed by the power of God, which is an unsaved person. So unsaved mm. people are going to continue to do unsaved stuff. Saved folks, right. Christians, can may temporarily get off and do some of that pig pen stuff, but at some point, like in the parable, they're going to come to themselves. They're going to arrive and go back to the Father. If they never come to themselves and arrive and go back to the Father, guess what? They were never uh, part of the, the, the Father's family in the first place. And so that's why mm-hmm. I tell everybody, start at the point of your salvation. Start with, mm-hmm. the, start with the SAT. Make sure that you're saved because you're not just saved because you believe you're saved. That's like me saying, uh, well, I'm a part of the Miami Heat. I'm on 18, but what makes you a part of 18? Because I just believe it. I'm wearing a jersey. That don't that don't <laughs> make me part of 18. <laughs> I'm LeBron James because right. I believe I am. No. And so that's why we got to make sure, number one, that when folks say that they're saved and they're fornication, number one, let's start with salvation. Let's not even deal with your, your fornication yet. Let's deal with salvation. Make sure that you're born again, and then if you're born again, we can deal with your with your fornication because eventually you're coming out of it anyway. Thanks for your comment. Uh, six six three seven had another comment. Go ahead. Um, I just want to uh, agree and back to what you were saying because I'm going through something with myself as far as my the person that I'm with, my boyfriend or whatever, he's not on the same level that I'm on. And from first getting saved or going to church and hearing the word of God or whatever, it seems like I don't really, I still, you know, participate in sexual activity or whatever, but it's not for me at the moment right now. And I don't, as time goes on, goes on, I don't want to do it. Like it's something that I don't have to do anymore. Right, it's right. Because, and, and it's I mean, because if I because if I do it, it's gonna be on my mind before I even do it, and after the fact, even more that I'm not supposed to be doing this. And I know God right. is all, and He's not pleased at what I'm doing. And it'll bother me so much that He'll just be, you know, eating away at me. Right. That's mm-hmm. good. That's good. And that's mm-hmm. part of what's called the sanctification process. Thank you for coming. Mm-hmm. That's part of learning. Like like it said in First Thessalonians, we just said that's part of learning. Learning how to live holy, and unfortunately, mm-hmm. you know, and we've dealt with this. And people are, may be surprised about your homosexuality. There are people coming out of homosexuality; they're gonna get saved and go back and commit some fornic- some fornication, which That's fornication right. covers all of. They're gonna, they're struggling; they're trying to come out, and they're gonna yep. continue to uh, uh, have some homosexual sexual contact for a minute. I, I, I mean, that don't sound right to a lot of people, but I know it because I've walked some people through it. Yeah. But I'm telling you, in a mm-hmm. few minutes, they're going to come out of that thing if they really if they really a son. Because all sons right. wind up back at the father's house, and all pigs stay in the pig people. That's Ooh, right. That's good preaching. At the right time. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. That's right. That's, that's real good, man, and that's true. That's true. That's true. Wow, this has been good. This has been good. Yeah. We're gonna um, we're gonna get ready to close this out unless there are any more comments. 
Wait a minute. Let me clear the uh, questions so I can tell who's on. So, are there any more questions or comments about what we're talking about? This has been good today. Um, yeah. And remember, yeah. every second and fourth Saturday, every, I'm, I'm sorry, every second and fourth Sunday, Sunday. every second Sunday. and fourth Sunday, mm-hmm. second and fourth Sunday, we're going to be right here. Um, 0493, you got a comment. Go ahead. Um, yeah, I was going to say that in terms of, um, you know, Christian Mingle and any of those um, surveys that talk about whether or not people will have sex, a lot of it is tied to um, the fact that we're postponing marriage for so long that it just seems so out of reach. So that mm, that question mm. really is really weighted because, you know, most of you that are Christian single are, you know, 20s and up or 25 and over, once you get to your 30s and you're talking about purity and uh, not even 30s, once you get to 21, really, in this generation and culture, it seems so far away. So that that question is a lot more weighted in terms mm-hmm. of, um, you know, confound variables that are not it within the question mm-hmm. in and of itself. Good That's point, good, good point. And you, you bring up a good point. Thank you, comment. Um, which reminds me, uh, we got some material. Listen, everybody on this line, I want you to go to our website, waytodatingmate.com, pick up a copy of Forbidding to Marry. Forbidding to Marry. If you're in Houston, you can get it at our church. It's a DVD. It kind of explains what uh, my sister just talked about and why we postpone marriage and why, particularly even in the African-American culture, uh, people are not getting married and they are postponing marriage and they're waiting until later, and it's causing us to um, be a culture of fornicators in the church. Uh, We are delaying marriage for school. We're delaying marriage for careers, delaying marriage for education, delaying marriage for whatever. I might hit the lottery. My ship may come in. I don't know. But we're delaying marriage for all kinds of reasons. 0547, Mm -hmm. you have a comment. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm sorry, Michelle wanted to talk past the now she's scared. Okay. <laughs> well let her know she's ready. We we get ready to go though, okay? Uh, but thank y'all. Thank everybody for being on today. It has been uh, such a blessing uh, for us to have this platform. Uh, we had twenty some odd people in all to come on and uh, sixteen of you guys remain I'm and I'm used to being hung up and walked out on because of the truth. Bother me, bother me. Matter of fact, I'm getting ready to preach a sermon about Noah, and, and it's entitled "Preaching When No One's Listening." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, preaching when nobody's listening, and that's what Noah did. He preached for a hundred years, nobody's listening, and most of those mm. people were lost in the flood. But that's all right. He did what mm. God told him to do. He did what God mm. told him to do. So thank y'all mm. for being on the line. We're gonna. Um, we're going to close in prayer uh, today, and I just want to encourage all of my singles on here. Listen, we're not taking your situation lightly. Uh, those of us who are married and happily married uh, that are on the line, we've been through it, but we had to come through it, and we had to conquer it. We had to be victorious over it uh, at some point, and we had to line our lines up with the Word. And, and here's the thing, singles. Don't think 
that once you get saved, sexual temptation, once you get married, sexual temptation stops. And this is oh, why no. you've got to you've got to be faithful. This is why you got to be faithful as a single. See, I can trust my wife because she was faithful as a single. If I had to leave town for a month, I ain't got to worry about it because she held out for twenty some odd years <laughs> before we was married. She was faithful. She had self-control. And one of the things you got to prove to your own self, you got to prove to the devil, is that you got self-control, that you're not going to obey the lust of your flesh. You're not going to obey the lust of your body, that you're going to obey God. And when you do that, you qualify yourself for marriage, and you place yourself in a position to get married. And once you get married, now you're trustworthy because you have self-control. You know, you stop having sex. And I'm telling y'all, if you're on the line, you want to be married, and you still, and then, you know, the older crew, I think a larger time about that older crowd, you know, that's my business, I do it, you know, and they got this, you know, every once in a while, every time Jimmy Bob drives through the town, he's a truck driver, and he probably got women all over the country. He, he drives through Houston every, every, uh, every three weeks, and he can come over and spend the night. See, and we slip in the slide, and there's a lot of Christian women in the church that's doing that kind of stuff. And they holy, you know, every three weeks. Then <laughs> Billy Bob comes to town, they ain't holy, you know. And so that's the sin of convenience. Man, you got to make a stand. You got to stop. And then they wonder why I'm not married, why God won't send nobody. He's not going to send anybody to you. And you are out of control sexually, and, you know, you're not obeying him fully. Now, you can get married. You can go and find somebody. But he's going to send somebody to a person that's got themselves under control sexually, Um, you know, because, you know, if you're out of control sexually as a single, you'll be out of control sexually as a married person. Marriage does not resolve that problem. That is a personal issue between you, God, and your flesh, and you got to take a stand. Thank God for you guys that are on the line, uh, that came on, that, that actually passed other people on. I know that there's more on the line. Some of you guys are on two- or three-way calls, and we thank God for you. Um, and um, the other thing is, as we wrap this up, when we finish this recording, it's going up on the Wedding Dating Mating podcast site. So you can re-listen to this, and you can send this recording to all your friends or whatever. It's an MP3, okay? So what you're going to do, you're going to go to WaitingDatingMating.com. It'll be about probably about 10 minutes after this broadcast. You go to WaitingDatingMating.com and push, uh, go up to the, to the button that says uh, WDM Podcast. Push that button. You go up to our podcast page, and you will see this recording up there. And there's several recordings up there already, but uh, most of them, all of them have been exclusively for the married couples. But now, uh, since we started this call, we'll have some for the singles. Uh, so we want to thank y'all for being on. I want to thank my trusty co-host uh, <laughs> today, and uh, we'll have different co-hosts each week. Uh, thank you, son, for being on here and raising some right. great topics. Thank you so much. We're going to close it out in prayer. Thank you for all your comments, everyone who made comments today. 
and uh, and who came on on time and everything. God bless you. We look forward to many more of these. Let's pray. Father God, we thank you right now for the singles call. We thank you, Father, for the topic of discussion, sexual purity, sexual immorality, and all of those things. And thank you, Father, for true answers. Thank you for answers in your word. Oh, thank you for the testimony of the sister that says, you know what? I'm saved. I baptized. I got saved. And now I'm struggling. Yeah, I'm still doing things that are not right. But more and more, I'm not getting pleasure out of it anymore. I know it's wrong. And she said eventually she's she's not going to be able to do it anymore. Father, that is how we learn to walk in purity. That's, that's how we learn it, not because somebody stands up over us and beats us over the head and says, you shouldn't do this, you're going to go to hell. That doesn't, that's not what changes us. It's your spirit. It's the spirit of the living God. As we stay before you, as we stay in your word, as we go to church, God, we know it's wrong. And nobody has to really tell us what we're doing is wrong because your spirit bears witness in our heart. So, Father, in the name of Jesus, we know that this is a big one. This is a big one for singles, God. This is the one. This is the biggest that pink as elephant in the room, God, that nobody hardly deals with. But, Lord, in the name of Jesus, we ask you, Lord, we ask you that you would bring deliverance, Lord, to our singles, God. Father, bring real answers, God, in the name of Jesus. Give them the power and authority to walk this thing out. It is the hardest time ever. To be a single and be saved. It is it's never been a harder time. Sexual tentilations everywhere on every TV, in all the movies, all around, on all the magazines, clothes, tattoos, hairstyles, whatever, God. It's everywhere, God. And yet and still, there's still those that are living pure and living before you. We thank you for that, God. We thank you for those that are qualified to be married, God, to find their mate, for their mate to find them. And, Father, we touch and agree with them right now that you're going to do it, God. And not many days hence, God, because they've been faithful, because they've been obedient to you, and because they walked your plan out, God. Father, you're going to bring them to their mate in Jesus' name. We love you today. We give you all the praise, the honor, and glory in Jesus' name. God bless you guys. We love you guys. We thank you guys. Thank you all for being on the line. And this recording will be up in a few minutes. Go to WaitingDatingMating.com, subscribe, like us on Facebook, and uh, keep in touch. Also, sign up for this call, and you can, when you, you can look at the flyer on, this, on our site about this call. Press that flyer, and you can put in your number and you'll receive texts and reminders and all kinds of things um, so that you can stay connected to what we're doing as a singles group. All right? God bless you guys. Thank you so much. Bye-bye.